You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702 with Polani Guala. Email him on xg at 702.co.za. 18 after 5, I'm getting a lot of reaction to the water situation in Hamanskral and surrounds. Uh, and uh, it seems as if the city of Tswana actually issued a statement um, early this afternoon just talking about this issue, and I'll tell you what they said uh, coming up shortly. But back then to the issue of the finance minister and the charges of fraud by the National Prosecuting Authority. Now, yesterday, there was a letter written to the lawyers representing Finance Minister Praveen Gordon, and in that letter, the advocate... Uh, Sean Abrams, who is the National Director of Public Prosecution, says, among other things, that he would like to invite the Finance Minister to make representations to him in terms of the uh, Section 175, Subsection 5 of the Constitution and Section 22, Subsection 2 of the NPA Act. Let's get a response then to Debucho, from Debucho Malachi, who is the Director at Heldenese Malachi Attorneys. Debucho, good to talk to you. Afternoon, Tolani, uh, to you and your and your listeners. No, thank you for your time, Debucho. So there was an invitation then from the National Director of Public Prosecutions yesterday. How have you responded? Well, we we we're still unconvinced um, that it's a, it's a, it will result in a genuine attempt at at considering um, representations and and arriving potentially at a different decision. That is very interesting, but what does that mean? Um, are you sticking to your guns? On Friday, I spoke to you, and you had issued a statement, and in that statement, one of the things that you said is that you are not confident that the NDPP has the ability or willingness to afford the finance minister fair hearing. Is that what you're saying again? Well, yeah. I mean, it's still the same consideration in the sense that um, nothing has changed uh, since then. We issued the statement. Um, our concern, our concerns remains that um, uh, firstly look at the charges um, and look at the commentary by various uh, eminent lawyers about the charges uh, and the conviction with which the charges have been presented to the South African public and and lastly we've been asking for this opportunity why does it arrive now after the charges and that's a matter of concern about whether there's an open mind um, there will be an open mind if I can put it that way to representations. Just on, on the last question that you're asking about why now when you've been asking for this opportunity for a while. Now, the NPA is saying to us that procedurally, the national director had to allow uh, the special uh, director of public prosecutions and head of priority crimes, litigation unit, etc., to make this decision and therefore can intervene. That's the procedure. He couldn't have intervened before the decision was made. Well, interesting, Kolani, uh, that you should mention that point because it was the debate in our correspondence. If, if you have regard to, to the correspondence we put in the public dem- uh, domain, um, this was precisely the point put to us earlier on, and we said, no, 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 we're not asking for representations under Section 179 of the Constitution, right, with Section 22 of the NPA Act. What we're saying is allow us to make a representation uh, prior to a decision, and, and we articulated our reasons for that. So it, it cannot be that they were not aware of the fact that we contend that that opportunity was supposed to be afforded to us before the decision was firstly taken and secondly grandstandly you know, announced. So you are aggrieved about, about the way that it was announced? 
Well, not so much that, as much as the fact that we would have expected that in the nature of a, a matter of this kind, that there would have been an engagement with us, especially because we'd asked for it. But there's also a sense that your response, uh, and of course the invitation even from the NDPP, is pretty much an academic exercise because if the NDPP has been able to get these representations from, let's say, the co-accused um, in the name of Oba Mahashule and Ivan Pele, yes. he can make a decision that affects everyone on the basis of that presentation because the, f- the facts are the same in this case. Um, so if he decides to drop charges on the two, automatically the charges will be dropped on the finance minister as well. Well, you're right on that score. You are right on that score. Uh, although we, we contend that um, uh, participating in a process which, which you don't have confidence in is, is problematic um, in the sense that you'd be literally, as I said earlier on, paying lip service to, 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 to a process which doesn't on the face of it seem genuine. Because if it was genuine, if it was a genuine offer, it should have come before the decision and it should have come before the 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 press conference so in other words so in other words act on the basis of whatever information you may have received from the two we will not assist you in as far as that is concerned well uh, uh, let's let's let me put it this way um if if the decision wasn't one that was taken with conviction uh, then it should have been one that's capable of us making representations and then being taken. And the fact that, I mean, that opportunity was taken away from us is, is quite concerning. Uh, and I mean, purely from a procedural perspective, everybody will tell you that when a decision maker who exercises public power exercises that power, uh, they should, especially when you've asked for it, uh, grant you the opportunity to make those representations. And, and they might differ with you. And if they do, they will have done so. And then at least you know that the, the decision has been taken um, with, with regard to your position. In our case, not. So but just a final one. You say that when you asked for representations, you were not asking uh, in terms of Section 179 of the Constitution or Section 22 of the NPA Act. Under which dispensation were you asking for this representation? Was it a special dispensation that you were asking no, for? Not at all. Not at all. I, you know, I tell people I've acted for a friend of mine many, many moons ago um, in similar circumstances. What... What the director of public prosecutions is entitled to do, and especially the NDPP, is to consider whether the charges proposed by the investigators, in this case the Hawks, are sustainable in law. And all we're saying to him is that, hang on, before anybody takes that decision, just give us a hearing. You know? And it's not special. Um, my friend says out in Zanin, and we managed to, to make those representations on his, on his behalf, and, and, and he managed to convince the, the then DPP of, of how to know that the charges are not sustainable. Not a special dispensation at all. It happens every other day in, in, our, in, our, in our criminal justice system. And, and in this case, we'd especially asked for them because we anticipated that the process will end up where we are, which is that a very high-ranking official in the NPA will take a decision to prosecute the minister, the implications of which are grave for our country. Therefore, take time, hear us out, and make a decision. That's all we asked. That's all we asked. And, and, and that opportunity was not granted. And we're told about 179 of the Constitution, and, and that's a decision after 
you know, after the, after the fact. And we were asking for a decision before um, uh, they could decide um, to prosecute. All right, Mr. Malachi, I've, I've got to thank you for your time. Much appreciated. All right. Cheers. Debo Malachi is director at Gelden Ace Malachi Attorneys.